G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. It's your host back from an extended break, Craig Cobb, founder of TraderCobb.com, but you will probably already know that. And uh, I wanted to bring this to you and give you something other than just talking about the top 10 and where we are sitting at the moment, because it's been pretty positive. Uh, I wanted to talk to you, and this will be later on uh, in this particular show, I wanted to talk to you about how I come back from an extended period of time out of the market. And that's typically a couple of weeks or so. I need to reboot myself, realign myself with the market and get myself ready to re-enter and do my thing. And I'm going to teach you or tell you exactly how I go about that. But before I do that, let me let you know that the FOMC meetings or the federal uh, rate of the federal, uh, the federal reserve has increased their interest rates by 25 basis points. Now, whilst this does sound like, a, oh, wow, another increase, bottom line is it is as anticipated and the market has seen it as being wholly positive. And we saw that with the market really having a good move higher. In fact, such a good move that at one stage before the news came out, Bitcoin was down. Let's have a look. What were we down? I'll just tell you that what that is. We were down about one and a half percent. The rate hike came out as expected, as I just said, and we ended up closing the day up 2.64%. So that's really good news, seeing that the hiking of the interest rates is not being seen as something to be negative about. We saw the NASDAQ rise. Stocks across the US also do the same, and our crypto market did very, very well indeed. And it continued through. It wasn't just a quick blip. You know, that um, that occurred uh, on the 6 a.m. candle this morning, first candle, and the next uh, was one, two, three, four, five, six candles. So the next six hours, we saw Bitcoin not just steadily increase, but the first or second candle, or sorry, the first candle of the day was up nearly 2% on the one-hour chart. We've pushed through the new highs on our daily chart there as well, uh, as far as uh, this trend goes, taking out the high of $23,959 to reach a high today, of 24,274. Now, the other thing that is of interest is that the tonality, not the tonality, sorry, the, the wording of the FOMC minutes, it's starting to sound as though they may believe they're going to have uh, inflation under control. Now, that is a good thing for global markets. Of course, ratios are still quite high. Uh, in inflation, but also in earnings for a lot of stocks. And it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Bottom line is, though, less inflation means your money goes further. And if your money goes, it's more likely that you're going to be using that money for other things, such as investing and enriching your life and whatnot. So it's a big positive uh, in the market, and uh, we'll take it while we can get it. So currently, Bitcoin is up 0.74% at $23,900. Now, Ethereum did the same thing. Uh, it didn't move quite as abruptly or quite as strong as what Bitcoin did. And it has, it has, however, pushed through the $1,680 resistance mark that was holding it down. We saw yesterday a closing up 3.6%, so a very, very strong move. Sorry, a very, very strong move. But the cyclicity of uh, Ethereum, not quite as nice as that of Bitcoin, I've got to say when I'm referring to it on a daily chart. But that bottom line is that we are up more today, up 2% currently uh, on Ethereum as we reached a high just tapping on $1,700. 
Very, very nice move, pulling back slightly. We're at $1,675 currently on our Ethereum chart. Next up is Binance, which is having a blistering day. The best in, well, actually, it's not the best in the top 10 anymore. It's up 3.93% at $329.55. Now, that has taken out the highs, as did Ethereum, as has Bitcoin of the most recent run up. The interesting thing about this is that Binance is not pulling back at all. In fact, it continues to move higher. I am actually stalking trading opportunities on Binance right now. It's sitting at $329.64, just shy of up 4% for the day. XRP closed up yesterday, 1.85%. Pretty slow day so far today with a very, very small range. It's up 0.05 of a percent at 41 cents. And there really isn't a great deal to speak of when it comes to XRP. It needs to shake off the doldrums and get itself elevated a little bit further. Taking out the high of 43.28 cents would be my preference to get that daily trend kicked up once more. Out of our top 10, I believe it was only one that closed down this uh, the last 24-hour period, and that was Doge. It was down 2%, but given that at one stage it was down, what was that? It was down... But over 8%, it's a pretty darn good recovery. Today, it's up 0.23 of a percent, sitting at 9.4 cents. Another chart, though, that on the mid to lower timeframes, it really isn't showing a great deal of promise. Cardano closed up 1.6% yesterday. It's having a good day today, taking out its highs in that daily trend. Again, as many have done, at 2.36% up one Cardano costs you 40 cents. On to Matic now, which was just a moment ago, the best performer in our top 10 for the day. Now it is back to being Binance. But Matic is up 3.82% at $1.23. Yesterday, having closed up, 7.44%. It's taken out the trend highs, having set now a higher low again and a higher high. This is a very strong trend currently on our daily time frame. The four-hour trend now back into an uptrend. And um, as far as I'm concerned, it's all eyes on Matic waiting for trading opportunities to join that fantastic momentum. From there, we go to DOT, which closed up 3.2% yesterday on the close. It's at 1.6% today at $6.56. It's not quite got anything that I'm that interested in, only ever so slightly um, with a higher low. So the four-hour uptrend is there, but I want to see more from DOT before I get involved. Solana didn't take out its highs of this daily trend. That high is currently sitting at $26.83. Uh, it did close up yesterday, however, up 4.5%. Today, it's at $25.40, which represents an increase of one6 percent and finally, on to Shiba Inu, which is up 1.35% yesterday, sorry, and up 1.25% today. So the market across the board is up. That's really, really good. I'm also seeing the alts starting to perform. I'm talking your small alts, you know, your top one, you know, not your small, but if you look at your top 100 paired with Bitcoin, which is what I do in my, in my community, I scan each day the top 100 um, BTC contracts, or not contracts, the spot market. Because we don't just trade margin, we trade anything that fits the bill. Um, we saw a lot of moves that were like 15%, 20% in some cases, some cases more. But we saw Bitcoin's dominance or have been seeing Bitcoin's dominance really track sideways. Now, what does this mean? It means, of course, the way the dominance chart is weighted is that Ethereum, you know, XRP, BNB, your top 10, and especially, you know, if Ethereum, when you think about it being the next major market cap, uh, a lot falling off fairly quickly in terms of how much capital they have 
inside of them and their, and their worth, it's the top 10 that sort of dictates that list. So whilst we might see Bitcoin's dominance going sideways, you take out that top 10, and I'm sure Bitcoin's dominance across that other 100 or 90, you know, 90 uh, in the top 100 will have decreased significantly as the alts did have a very good run. So I'm hopeful that your portfolio is starting to look a little bit more friendly and that you're in a much better position. So going from there, how do I enter the market? Well, I've been out for six and a half, seven weeks now. And uh, this is yesterday was my first day looking back at the market. And of course, I did see some really nice moves and I'm stalking a number of trades. But what I do when I come back is very, very important. Whenever you have a prolonged period of time outside of the market, and you come back to it to just think that you can jump straight back in exactly how you were, bam, and go for it. Hey, that's fine to each their own. But for me, I like to start my year off or after a break with a standout trade. Now, let me tell you the difference between a standout trade and a flawless trade. A flawless trade ticks all the boxes of the essential factors for which that's how I teach people. You've got essential factors and bonus factors, okay? Uh, a standout trade is a trade that I look at and pretty much instantly go, wow, look how good that looks. It ticks all the essentials. Cyclicity is brilliant. Trend is brilliant. Momentum is there. It's something that is taught through time. For me, I know what a standout trade looks like, and I take my time to wait for that standout trade before I re-enter back into the market. And the reason that I do this is that psychologically, what we need to be doing is keeping that, our brain, in a position of power, a position of confidence. And after a large period of time out of the market, the last thing you want to do is jump in all guns blazing and start off with a couple of crappy trades and perhaps some crappy losses. I'm not concerned if I take trades where I take losses. My concern is more so that these trades are trades that I'm more than willing to lose on. And that's the way we should look at all of our trades, to be fair. There was a, but we get, we start to flex, you know, we start to become more flexible as we start to get some more runs on the board and we start to become more confident. So for me, I haven't taken a trade just yet. Uh, there was a short yesterday, I think it was on Woo, uh, on the BitGet um, uh, perpetual contract, Woo USDT. Uh, I didn't take it because I was cooking dinner and that's not a good time for me to be trading, I find. So uh, there was a short that was available at that time. It did hit one-to-one, so you would have got your scale out and then it reversed after the FOMC or after the Fed rate hike and um, it, was, it was a real standout trade, a beautiful trade with several bonus factors. I'm back at the drawing board. I've got my watch list and I'm waiting patiently for my opportunity. So to start off after a break, take your time, read your rules, go through your checklists, understand what it is you're trying to do. You're not just looking for a trade. You're looking for a confidence-boosting opportunity to start your, start your post-break with a very, very strong confidence so that you can carry that through the rest of your year and go really well. I hope you have a fantastic day, ladies and gentlemen. I'll speak to you again very, very soon. Bye for now.